0: It is one thing for the government to reveal that UFOs are intelligently guided objects of unknown origin, and another to assume that this means that they are here. Should we ever come into more general contact with what I encountered, assuming that is even possible, they will not be offering us plans for a starship, or a trade in exotic electronics. What will be on offer, I would suggest, is a journey into a whole new understanding of reality and the part we play in it. The alien is as much a herald from the dark of the universe as it is a signal from the depths of our own minds. And that was Whitley Strieber. And he is um, an author that I know pretty well from the um, 90s. Although I think he's been writing about his alien abduction experiences since, I don't know, the 70s or 80s probably. These are
1: his experiences?
0: So, Whitley Strieber, the reason I know about Whitley Strieber is because in the 90s, my father was obsessed with a radio show called Coast to Coast with Bell, And he got me into it. And when I was 14, 15, around that, uh, many of my early teens, um, I was... I was still I wasn't a, I would say I wasn't a scientist yet, right? I I, I still believed in like, you know, magic and the paranormal and uh to oh, some degree really like God. Not really God, but like or not really religion but God maybe, things like that. Uh I was I was deathly afraid of ghosts in the sense that not that I spent time worrying about them, but that um that they were a real thing, like a, an unimaginable really? threat. Yeah. because uh, I figured I always figured well you know, if if ghosts are derived from humans and humans mm-hmm. are vile things, cr- vile creatures and ghosts must be terribly vile because, you know, they have no limits. <laughs> um, but anyway, Whitley Streeper was on Coast to Coast with Art Bell a lot and he talked nonstop about aliens and he wrote a book called Communion. He wrote many books, but he wrote a book called Communion that they made a movie out of starring Christopher Walken. Okay. And... Uh, and it still creeps me out to, the, to this day, and that's, I guess,
1: that's what I want to talk about is UFOs. So, uh, welcome back, Zach. Oh, thanks. It's been a while. You know, we haven't released an episode in probably about three weeks, so it's good to... It's been a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good to, It's good to be back, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah. So, um, there's a couple things I want to talk about when it comes to UFOs, um, and I don't want to sound... It's, it's unavoidable. It's going to sound like I feel like I'm going to be prefacing this whole time just to come to a conclusion that maybe many people listening and you have already figured out I'm going to come to. But let's first talk about um, the origin of UFOs uh, with the first, I guess, mainly the first big story of
1: UFOs in the United States. Right. That would probably be like the Roswell one with the air the, the balloon and stuff, right? That's what I thought. I thought the Roswell
0: incident was the first major uh, UFO okay. account, but it's not. Apparently, uh, there was a businessman in the 40s by the name of Kenneth Arnold, and okay. he was flying his plane. So, apparently a well-to-do businessman yeah, you know, in the 40s. He's got his biplane. Unless everybody just had planes in the 40s and things were so <laughs> jolly good. But, yeah, it went, uh, it
1: went from horses to biplanes. Planes, you know, we thought we that's... had it with cell phones. And shit. <laughs>
0: But uh, apparently, he was flying his plane one day, uh, and it was a clear day, and he saw saucer-shaped objects uh, flying thousands. He, he claimed and he said they had to have been going thousands of miles per hour through the sky, and they were moving in a wave-like pattern, which made me think about why in early like 50s like horror movies. And some of in the '60s too, when they put flying saucers in, they kind of they wobble. They, they, they yeah. not just wobble, but they when they fly, they kind of go up and down like there's, oh. they look like they're surfing on air. Yeah, so that made sense to me when I read this. But um, he, according to his account, they weren't round. They weren't actual saucers. They were more like wedges, okay. like stones being like thin stones being you know thrown across the surface of a lake. Okay. Uh, but somewhere in the report of the story, they got it wrong and they said flying saucers. So that's where that all started. Um, huh. but that's what's interesting is that from that uh from that account and then up to the Roswell there were literally hundreds and thousands of uh reported incidents of uh, alien of UFO sightings and the first known abduction um reports okay and the government had to take it seriously now i'm not studying this so i couldn't possibly remember like all the groups and organizations that the government formed oh
1: yeah there's been so many like yeah. different groups that have been formed to study UFOs in the sense of uh unidentified flying objects
0: what's interesting to me though is that
1: most of them
0: were run or at least started by the defense department so they're instantly military right without any evidence uh, so they are ought- they must have already thought it was like a national threat
1: well I would say if your your airspace is being yeah Right. you know, intruded on then, yeah, that 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 would be defense. If department. something's flying
0: around and you know it's not you or you're not, yeah, sh- yeah exactly, but you don't know
1: where it's where it's coming from. I would say <laughs> so, it's defense worthy. <laughs>
0: definitely, and and also, uh, what I find interesting is that the government did take it seriously mm-hmm. uh, because you know lately, like this year in the news, we've of course everybody's heard about like the marine or the marines uh, and their UFO story, their UAP story about
1: was it last year i forget this is recently yeah there, you, you there didn't was, hear about that well the, the one i know about is like the tic tac one that happened like in the 80s no but, no this
0: go. no yeah this is i was this happened recently like okay year. you didn't hear about that Why no i
1: heard about the cia releasing or whoever it was releasing uh declassified documents but other than that i didn't hear about it. yeah anything.
0: that actually happened i think in the mid to late 70s and um That was also in part because of. uh, It's interesting because the studies that followed the Roswell incident, um, the information that what's what's really bizarre is that supposedly what they surmised, what they you know what the the conclusions they came to were were like very benign, that there there wasn't enough evidence or there was it was easily explained, but they didn't release those reports uh, for like a couple decades. Until finally, that you know, they had that that unveiling. I guess you could say. Okay, where those, where the dossier. Record, the dossier, right? So it seems very strange. Of course, I've read too that some people, you know, naturally conspiracy theorists or whatever, doubt that the information release was even accurate. That perhaps the actual uh, report is gone or or still hidden somewhere. Okay, that kind of thing. Um, but I've always been I've been fascinated with UFOs ever since I was a kid, and in really not just because. Um, alien, you know, the idea of alien life, intelligent alien life is tacked on onto it as well. But just because it's something, I don't know, I just like unexplainable things. <laughs> I like uh, surprises, mysteries, whatever you want to call it, you know? Because I, I still think a lot of UFOs, probably most that are legitimate UFOs, yeah. are probably just human technology, right? I mean, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I don't think that... Most UFOs are, or uh, UAPs, you know, which sounds more ominous somehow. The UAP is a unidentified aerial phenomenon, which just sounds more like ominous. Yeah, they say it's
0: like, magic too. That's more magic in the terminology. Like you just make it more mysterious. Yeah,
1: it's like I don't know. They say they change it so it sounds um, more credible, you know, so it's not associated with aliens. Yeah, but because I do, I too think that like most of UFOs are probably like some sort of secret, you know, government project, either our own or another or another country. Yeah, I mean we got yeah. Russia, you got China. They they're not stupid people. They you know they're <laughs> living on this earth too. Like they they know just as much they're as trying we trying shit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean even like um even like uh World War Two with the Nazis, they had like a flying bell pretty much that they, they were able to get off the ground and it was like a weird shaped like a a flying object. Uh, but yeah, so I would say that most of the, the UFOs that are real, um, that are like physical objects are probably man-made, you know, like by humans, not by aliens. As much as I think that there are aliens so you out do, there. Okay. But. So,
0: okay. Let me ask you this then. Uh, we probably both agree that there's, that we maybe, I don't know, we shouldn't say believe, but we suspect that there is intelligent life in the universe. Like, I would say there is. Oh,
1: I would uh, I would say, yeah, for it sure. There, Like, yeah, theoretically, like, looking at the numbers and how many hob- habitable worlds there are outside of our solar system, like, there definitely has to be. Like, we can't be the only one in these millions of star systems. Like,
0: Apparently, they found a world that's more
1: inhabitable than Earth. <laughs> more habitable than Earth? Yeah, how does that work? Like, I don't Like, know, the planet, instead weather. of trying to kill you, is actually trying to help you live? <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't know. I hate when they make statements like that, and then they don't. Explain what they mean. I mean, that's a profound thing to say. Like, yeah, like, well, more habitable like, than like Earth. This, like, this dude just judged Earth so so casually that it, from the light bending through his telescope, you can tell that that planet's better.
1: Yeah, he just saw the gas. You know, you I can see know. the color of the it's, if its horizon. You can see. That's how they tell if worlds are habitable. Is it that gets they, to they pretentious measure the levels, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean,
0: how much can you really believe? In, and that's coming from someone who, I mean, I, I'm all about evidence. Right. Mm -hmm. But that's what's really interesting about some of these stories because I feel like there's so much bullshit and there's probably a lot of lying and there's probably a lot of misunderstanding when it comes to UFO accounts.
1: Yeah. That's one of the reasons I I don't get into UFOs that much is because, like, it's like, how do I know who's telling, like, what they actually saw and who's telling just some made up story and who's just crazy? You know, it's like, so it's like, I even, there's too much. It's like, what do I. That's like a whole time job, you know, like trying to figure out who's telling the truth. And I don't have that kind of time (laughs)
0: or interest, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the pursuit of that would be, I mean, probably a a lot of dead ends, if not, if not nothing, but I'm sure you can
1: make some cool shows out of it, though. Well, they
0: have. And actually on Netflix, they have a a documentary about Bob Lazar. Mm. Bob Lazar is the most out of all the alien encounter stories. Uh, or UFO uh, alien text stories that I've mm-hmm. ever heard of or read about or seen. His is, I have to say, the most convincing. I, I really do think uh, that Bob Lazar is telling the truth. And Bob Lazar uh, became famous, I guess you could say, in the late 80s because he was so sort of casual and and honest and direct about his experience with a because uh, he's a physicist, astrophysicist, about a program that the government hired him for, and again, the Defense Department. Right. Um. And he basically just not whistleblowed, but he's kind of like the, you know, Edward Snowden of of UFO, you know, technology that the government supposedly has access to, um, from, um, salvaged or collected, right, uh, alien technology that has visited Earth. Now it, it, that's an interesting, I think, concept to consider too. And listening to his story, and I've known about Babazar since the '90s, but this documentary in particular was really well made,
1: and I, mm-hmm. see it. it's it's entertaining. Yeah, there's one else. that was done in 2018, I think, and it's on Netflix.
0: Yeah, it's really good, and I have to say, as someone who you know, I I really do uh, require evidence for everything to be like convinced of it. Absolutely. And I, I I am convinced with his story, but what his story made me think of, I thought that was different. That made me think of something new in my mind, was the fact that we always seemed the story always when it comes to aliens visiting earth it always seems to be like two guys in a saucer on a saturday night you know what i mean <laughs> like it's just like what are we like alien teenagers you know what i mean looking for a wild time what it most likely would be is like a satellite Right. Like a rover, like, you know, like the, the way we send technology out into the universe and then lose contact. Yeah. Right. It.
1: Like, why would it be manned? Why would it be manned?
0: Exactly. Because uh, when I when you think about it and you tell me what, if this makes sense, but if if they're so technologically advanced beyond us, whatever this alien race is, mm-hmm. you know, why would they be sending astronauts? you know why wouldn't they just be sending advanced technology the same way we do we don't yeah. send astronauts you know well we the- also don't have
1: the capability yet no like- but even if we did why would we do that think about that. cuz that's cool why cuz it's cool it's <laughs> Yeah, not- i want to go to space i'll yeah. go to saturn send me to europa i'll go walk on the ice i want to bounce
0: around the moons for summer man
1: for summer yeah well hey that's going to be a thing pretty soon going into space like as a vacation or as a just as a as a trip
0: yeah uh I just saw a commercial for that. Who was it? Uh that uh, European uh, John, uh, Richard Branson. Yes, Richard Our, Branson.
1: And his uh his Virgin Mobile or whatever it is. Um yeah, he he's doing a sweepstakes right now. For... I'm going to put my name in. Nice. Do it. Why not? I signed up years ago
0: there was a organization putting together money and people and resources to create the first manned mission to Mars. Excuse me, to Mars. Yeah. And I was a land surveyor at the time. So I figured, well, they're going to definitely need land surveyors on Mars, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe all the time. Just like here on Earth.
1: Well, it's unmapped, right? I mean,
0: well, they're going to start owning the land. They're going to want to know where the boundaries are. Yeah. So uh, I signed in. And I think it was like a... I remember it was like at least a 13-step elimination process. And I made it past the first step. Okay. So the initial like wave of entrance. Right. So I think because of my career, my job at yeah. the time. Uh, but then of course can you know, the project fell apart and even you know, it's interesting when I went to the website, I wonder if it's still there, but they uh they 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 repeated it several times that you know that, that this mission has a high probability of failure. It's in all likelihood that you will die if you get selected to go on it. It's something that's <laughs> never been done before, and I'm just like, sign me up. I want to. I mean, be at least first. they're honest, I guess, I right? Mean, I mean, come on. There's worse ways to die than being, you know, instantly killed by touching the vacuum of space. Uh, yeah, I
1: mean, think about uh, the people that made the first trips to America, right? The yeah. first settlers. Oh, that's way from, more dangerous. From European, yeah, you know, like that, yeah. uh, that transatlantic, like... uh Trip. It was the voyage was dangerous enough. You know, it's pretty much what you're doing. It's just like living your ancestry.
0: Yeah, it makes me think of like that scene from uh, what was it? That Mel Gibson movie, Apocalyptica. Okay. If I said that correctly, I forget how what it was. What at the end of the movie when spoiler alert! At the end of the movie, the Spaniards show up on the shoreline after all that strife and murder and craziness okay. that happens in the movie. And I remember think the first thoughts through my head was, wow, could you imagine being months at sea, you don't really know where you're going, you're following the stars, you don't know when you're going to hit land, you yeah. have a good idea, but you don't know when. And then <laughs> you discover new land, you just, you know, you haven't bathed, you haven't been eating, you're malnourished, <laughs> probably disease. <laughs> got, got a bit of scurvy well, going. Well, they were disease, that, that yeah. for sure we know. Yeah, I mean... That's all way worse than being shot into space at Mars and maybe crashing on the planet or dying to a rogue, you know, asteroid or something or debris in space or radiation. Like all that seems way less to me. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked here. But but yeah, so UFOs, you know what's interesting too about UFOs is that it seems to be mainly uh, an American
1: phenomenon um i've heard like it happens in other countries too though they have like they have accounts like africa does like south africa a lot apparently
0: i've read it you know it's it's like all over it's you know austria greece uh canada africa yeah and i'm sure many more and then a lot
1: of there's a lot of videos from like ocean from mexico was
0: famous for a while with its ufo videos Um, really Mexico City there was some videos back in the early 2000s of UFOs just like casually hovering through Mexico City (laughs) and I forgot how they debunked it but it was very like when I first saw that video on my like one of my first cell phones like a shitty video and I'm like I remember thinking my brain was like oh well that's it that those are the aliens they're here no way (laughs) but I mean where was I going with that I forget oh yeah but no in America it, it, it's taken very seriously and not just by uh, the populace, but by our government. Right. Our government has made very serious ad- attempts and, and there are organizations that still to this day take accurate account of every uh, UFO sighting and abduction story. And get this, there are still to this day thousands of reports every year that are recorded. That's hmm. amazing.
1: That's amazing. I mean, think about that. See, okay. It's also like, how could you hide this, right? How could you hide that this is happening? Oh, yeah. Why? Like, is it why? Why is it not? Why? Yeah. Why is it not common knowledge? But also, when you got like thousands of reports happening, it's like, well, there's got to be something to this. These not all of these people can be crazy, can they?
0: Well, that's just it. I mean, even statistics. Like, I'm. I gonna say, I'm not speaking. a statistic. Yeah. Like
1: kind of guy, so I don't know what what that. What the well, population size sample is right? versus like yeah. you know the the amount of crazy you'll never right? have
0: one hundred percent, right? Yeah, never in anything, like uh, it's like uh, something I learned again when I was a surveyor is that uh, you're not fixing you're not you're never fixing anything you're just reducing error because error in nature is infinite. If you're trying to draw a perfect line of point A to point B, right? Right. Uh, it's like that paradigm. I forget what it's called. Like if you if you walk from you know a distance, uh, and every time you move, you move half the distance. You'll never reach. Right. End, right. Yeah. But um, but no, that's it's fascinating to me that um, that we do take it seriously, and, and I'm I'm actually glad that we do. But the fact that there's literally thousands reported every year, uh, I don't know that somewhere in that mess there has to be some kind of legitimacy, doesn't there? Yeah. I mean,
1: not not all of these people maybe telling the truth, but at least. There's a portion there that saw something, you know, it, or experienced it makes me wonder something too.
0: Like, how far back in time does this go? Because there are some people that believe that you know aliens have been visiting Earth since the Egyptians. Well, know? even
1: with Bob Lazar, he, um, when I watched an interview with him, he said that what he what he was told by his like worker was that these spacecrafts that they had, the one that he was working on in particularly was from an archaeological discovery Yeah and So it's not that it, Yeah so it was like underground Like buried you know So yeah. So it's like yeah These aliens If they have been coming here If they are here They had to have been doing it Since like ancient times I mean you got all these different um, um Ideas from like uh, Prehistory stuff Like around the ice age time too Yeah And like before Or right after the Once younger driest in the ice So yeah. you got like uh uh, Biblioteca right and then you got Like uh, Aztec And you got Egyptian but they all have these Similar uh, elements in their architecture Or in their um, imagery mm-hmm. That's like carved into like their, their stones and stuff So it's like What was teaching these people Who was teaching how were they community? How did they happen across these Similar um, uh, Themes in their architecture and In their, their art that's like on top of their architecture. I mean, even in um, um, Aztec, you see that classic there's that classic photo of like uh, a guy kind of like laying on his back as if he's in like an Apollo kind of style like aircraft about to like shoot off into space. That's
0: true. I remember that. Yeah. yeah
1: so it's like, yeah, strange. Well, for it's, sure. you know
0: what's strange too is that human history itself, I almost sometimes feel like we know more about dinosaurs because it seems like <laughs> human history. It's almost like we were—we've only just recently woken up. Like in the last thousand, like two thousand years or so, maybe a little more. Can we really truly track like human civilization? If yeah, before, like before ever since that, the advent it's fragmented. Yeah, you know, it's so—it's so, it's so um, defragmented and mm-hmm. so quickly too. I find that very interesting. It—it it really does seem like we just sort of sprang out of nowhere. Now, I—I I do agree with the—you know—I first of all, evolution is true. But the natural selection, which attempts to describe the theory for why evolution, not why, but how evolution takes place. Right. That, uh, that I do agree with, you know, how they say we evolved from apes and, and clearly we are primates. But it, it, we, we definitely emerged quickly, didn't we? I mean, we just kind of sprang up in the same well, way, the- sort of like as we have done with cows, since the auroch, Right. Yeah. Like the last what thirteen thousand years? No, the last uh, one hundred thirty thousand years. You know, the man's uh, domestication of the auroch has made what is today the modern cow. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder if somehow that happened to us. Yeah, if we were
1: selectively bred <laughs> or like seeded know, in maybe. some way. I don't know. I, I'm not saying that's not a possibility. There's there's plenty of theories and uh, and stories of that happening. So, what you're talk you were talking about urochs. um And, uh, sorry, I threw you off. Oh, so with the the evolution of the human, is that there is that like whole thing with like the mind of humanity, like grew exponentially in like a a short period of time. And the human brain, especially. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like the brain itself, like, that's the most remarkable power. Some people attribute that to fire and being able to consume more calories and be able to get, uh, more efficient energy. Right. That's a still very, that's, that's like, one theory. Another theory is that, uh, being able to get fish into the diet. Another theory is um, is the stoned ape theory, where it was due to psilocybin and uh, you know that prehistoric makes more humans sense than I think eating uh, fish or fire, eating yes, shrooms. Right? And then there's another one that it deals with aliens, oh, and man. that we yeah, were like, and we we were genetically subjects to these aliens and their. And their whims and their thoughts and what they wanted. And that some people think we were a slave race and that they, that their empire collapsed and that we are the remnants of that collapsed empire.
0: That's certainly been done in movies and yeah. stories. So who knows? Maybe it's true. I mean, it's it's certainly possible for one thing the Earth has proven to us is even just probably through erosion alone is that uh, it erases evidence really well. <laughs> yeah. Of things that came before.
1: Well, and then things that get buried just keep going buried more, right? And then right. it gets to the mantle eventually and then it's no longer in existence.
0: Yeah. Then what happens? It's what melted away. I yeah. It just melted just away into the mantle, you know? Away. Exactly. It's That's like crazy. Man. Yeah. Isn't that trippy? That just blows my mind.
1: Yeah. And then any organic things just deteriorate and rot. Right. Yeah. There's there's very few instances of like bogs and things like that that actually are able to preserve organic material and petrify it. But so
0: say you believe that UFOs like true UFOs were aliens or at least alien technology okay. visiting Earth. Do you think their their purpose, their motivation would be what, similar to what ours might be? Just curiosity, exploration?
1: Oh, our that's not our interest. I mean, that's my personal interest, but as a government agency, it's about it's, everything's driven by money to find so, more oil, just find to, the next oil wall. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, I I mean, I don't know. I would think, I would like to think that they're mostly researchers because yet have they done anything? Not that we know of. So, mm. they're just right now, they're at least doing research. Um, what are they doing the research for? Are they doing it for just like conservational efforts and, uh, you know, just trying to get like, to understand what is humanity and what is what is Earth and what do they do here?
0: Well, maybe it's like oblivion. And they're just here for the water,
1: yeah, or the air, or yeah. whatever. You know, um, but yeah, I I don't know. I think that it would be malicious eventually if we were to uh, come in contact with aliens because that's what humanity does at least. Yeah, every time I tend humanity to agree with comes that. across a a more primitive. Uh, society, it they subjugate the society and and w- wash it away, and then make and then puts their own thing on top of it. I agree. I think. Um,
0: I mean, Carl Sagan, who is one of my heroes, he made that argument. I think he was famous for it. In fact, that you know, uh, human or alien alien intentions would be benign in nature; that they wouldn't really care because it wouldn't matter to them. Like you know, c- taking us out would be like them going out of their way to. Remove an ant I was gonna from say, an ant I would see, in Africa or, see, or something like, like that.
1: Uh, that advanced civilization, but I think we would literally be ants to them.
0: We would, but also I think that, uh, yeah, I th- I think intelligent life, like how can you, I- at least from our perspective, which is the only one we have, it seems like intelligence is really more of a curse, isn't it? It's more of a burden. I mean, the simpler life is, the more harmonious it is, the more mm-hmm. intact and the more adaptive and balance it is with itself and everything around it
1: yeah but Once it also becomes, goes away quicker well, it, it, true
0: it, but why but that's another that brings up other questions and why you know what is why is length of life important if it's going to end anyway like if you lived as long as a dog for example right i would say that at least in america most dogs probably die happy right they're they're yeah. domesticated, yeah. they're well taken care of, they usually love, they're playing with kids all fucking day. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So they probably die pretty damn happy. Now, why is that so, why is that why is that short life worse than some you know, the average long human life? So the, the average seventy. Well, I think the
1: benefits of having longer life is more accomplishments, right? Like you can use your knowledge for longer. Right. But you can only and enjoy you- that while you're alive. Right, but you're still contributing more.
0: So you think that's you think that would be a motivation then for aliens? They would just want to live longer lives and see more and do more before they die themselves, or maybe they're immortal. Maybe, figure <laughs> yeah, <right. out>. <laughs> maybe <laughs> I'm they figured out. Maybe they sounded like my dad right now. My, I actually I wish he was here because he is so. He used to drive me nuts when I was a teenager, and uh, now I just marvel at it because I don't <laughs> care. But man, I used to get so mad because I mean he believes in like you know lizard men who live underground. Uh, the Earth was seeded by intelligent, superior aliens. And yeah. Name it. So the fun stuff. The fun. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's exciting. Science fiction type shit.
1: Yeah. So um, Michio, what is it? Kaku. Yeah. Michio Kaku. I love that guy. He, he says the same thing that like if aliens come here, man, they're they're not, they're just going to conquer. That's what they're going to do. Yeah. I was like. We he's like we should not be looking for them. Yeah, <laughs> we should not be broadcasting our existence no, not to like out into the the space <laughs> waves because who? Hey, maybe there are some peaceful ones, but what's the likelihood that it's going to get to them and not to some conquering, you know, civilization?
0: Well, that's another thing too. See, I think in that statement there, there's it can be dissected. If you are a peaceful being, why are you searching?
1: I mean, think about like. Well, I think the pursuit of knowledge and just knowing what's ah, around you is, is not is not a unpeaceful act. I think it is I really
0: do and I, and I know that sounds like I'm calling every scientist you know evil and I guess I kind of am including myself. <laughs> We're all evil
1: scientists. I here. think we
0: are. no, I think we are. I think the, the 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 desire to to understand more leads us down dark paths. I mean because I was gonna make the example of uh, like Buddhist monks. Or, you know, men that devote their life to meditation. Okay. And they live extremely simple lives. They're like Janes who, you know, who drink water through cheesecloth because they're afraid that they'll kill a microbial creature. You know, right. things like that. Now, those people, their lives presumably don't change. I mean, they're taught how to live a certain way and they live that way the rest of their lives. They don't seek any knowledge greater than what's around them yeah but they're also a peaceful but they are
1: in seek of greater knowledge to the extent of like how to become one right how to achieve but uh, that's
0: all inward that that doesn't require exploration exploration uh outwardly
1: well that's because outwardly is inward well wait and, don't, and, and don't just and be buddhism. don't just
0: be contrary no, right no, no, no 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 in
1: buddhism and a lot of like stuff like that they they believe you are one with everything. You are everything. Everything is you, and you are everything.
0: Right, but my point
1: is, so that, so that is outward, though. Well, okay, so, and they are in search of that. Yes, but that they're not. Experience. They're not
0: trying to categorize every type of flower on the planet, for example. Right, right. That would take an effort. They are one, not prepared for, and therefore. Two would have to train for mm-hmm. right so that now and now that introduces all types of new elements right now they need to go to school they have to have they have to have earned money to get resources for all the things to, to 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 you know to further endeavor to learn about every flower on the planet of earth right and, and even even something as mundane sounding as that has caused trouble so that's my point is that uh, I think I'm, I'm forming a point. And I'm starting to agree with myself, at least, that uh, the, the the pursuit of knowledge, I think, is inherently evil. I think, I think, I know that sounds religious, and I think they were right. I just don't agree with the way they told their story. <laughs> I, I don't think there was a snake in an apple in a in a you know bodacious babe. I think it was. Bodacious I babe. think it's just the the root of all evil isn't money. It's it's knowledge, the pursuit of it. Wow. I, I don't agree. I don't agree that... that <laughs> well, no, because you're I think, a staunch I think, lover of knowledge. Yeah, of course I am. But I just
1: called you Hitler. I am a staunch <laughs> lover of evil. I mean, I, evil is a intriguing element in uh, humanity. I think it's a very um, interesting subject for sure. Because what what does make something evil? I mean, evil is just the opposite of mo- a moral action.
0: Well, I mean, yes. So, and going back to like talking about dogs again... Uh, I was, I don't know how this came up with the conversation but I was talking this about one day with someone where, uh, do you ever consider the fact that even bad people have good dogs or are good to their dogs? Like a dog, you know, uh, your family pet doesn't consider you an evil person, even though you might be one.
1: Okay. You know,
0: what I mean, like Jeffrey Dahmer had a right. dog. He presumably took good care of it. It loved him. He right. played with it. It never once considered him evil. Yeah. He's just, you know. He had to eat too. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I I feel like I'm almost in a circle now. It's bringing me back to my point, but we'll drop that for now and right, we'll go back right. to flying around in our flying saucer. Um There's so many good. I think what's nothing nothing fuels the passion to imagine than the idea. That some that then a secret then the idea that that a lie is being or a story is being withheld, no, you know no. something ground you know something groundbreaking something phenomenal has happened, and the evidence for it, the story behind it is hidden that immediately excites the imagination. I mean, the brain just yeah, has oh to yeah. Because then that. you're
1: like, why are you hiding this from me? What is There's your so many what's, questions? What's your instantly. what's your goal? Why why are you trying to get rid of? Yeah, what's your motivation? Yeah. What is the,
0: the? It's just a myriad of of things ignite. I mean, your brain, our brains are they're, they're such selfish, evil things. They just they have to know. I mean, yeah. Most I mean,
1: people you, I think, right? your mind doesn't like an unfinished puzzle. It doesn't like, especially when it's patterns. You have to finish the pattern. You have to. You have to know it's that itch, you know. Oh, it's so much more than an itch. I think
0: it's a madness. Sometimes I'm kept awake at night until I can figure something out, or at least convince myself that um, I don't know enough. Do you ever have that? Do you ever you ever find yourself sort of lost in your own mind because you're not only you're trying to figure something out, but there's something about the problem that you know you can't solve or, or understand so then you get lost in trying to convince yourself that you can't you can't learn
1: more than what you already know <laughs>
0: I know that sounds crazy I mean I, I do lay up at
1: night trying to figure out things sometimes yeah for sure and, yeah. Like, and trying to like well why why don't I know this answer like why is it not coming to me but yeah I mean applying that to aliens and stuff it's well I think, I think it does apply I think
0: I think that's part of the allure uh, of why you, you know, aliens and UFOs and just because I mean, think about it. I've thought about it quite a bit. I, the idea, I think when we, when it does happen, and I think it will, that we learn that we are not alone in the universe. And by not alone, I don't mean like there's rabbits on Mars, you know, you know, 2.0, but the fact that there's intelligent life out there that is thinking about us while we're thinking about it yeah it it just that to me that is just it's profound and at the same time it's sort of uh i think you said it actually it's profound but at the same time it's like a relief
1: yeah if i was to discover if there was to be told like hey guys aliens are real i would be like yeah it's profound but it's also like well duh you know of course there's of course course. there's been aliens out there what were you thinking that like that just makes sense but it's instead of like to me it's more of a relief it's like oh finally yeah it's like finally we it, it's it's out there like we've discovered it we we now know for like certain right we've seen They're here the evidence has finally arrived so yeah it'd be like a, a weight off the chest it's like oh okay now we can actually like move on <laughs> <laughs> now we can either find out more about these civilizations or we can just like continue on with our lives. like Because that's where it's like, it kind of like has this like hang up, right? It's like this thing, it's like oh, there's got to be aliens. Like, why aren't they there? It's, it's, a, it's a missing piece of the puzzle. It's, it's the almost path.
0: like we're just waiting to hear the news. Right. Like, we're just, we're, we're not even really questioning it. I feel like we're, at least myself, like I'm not questioning it. I'm just waiting to hear the news. Exactly. The, it's the, like when know, before the headline
1: we, before we saw uh, uh water and the ice caps of different planets like Mars, it's like, it's like there has to be has to be well water. scientists, like, yes, yeah, scientists were, like, were mocked about that. I remember there, I can't
0: remember his name, but there was a scientist in the seventies who surmised I forget what the problem was, they couldn't understand why there was water in some part of the world or whatever. And um and this guy said, Well that's you know, he, he theorized that there's water in space, that ice you know, uh, travels through space. Uh, water travels through space as ice, mm-hmm. and then it, it reaches Earth, and it you know it enters when if it if it accumulates enough or it, it enters our atmosphere, and some of it survives. And he was shunned for it. He was mocked for it. And of course, now we know today that that's true. That not only is it true, but it's it's consistent. Well, it we get all get, the time. We get ice showers from We get ice showers from, yeah. from space all the time. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's because freaking awesome. well because yeah. I yeah, that was part of I remember that was part of the story because they had discovered like ice or water in a part of the world where there's never it's never there. So they couldn't they couldn't understand how it got there. Like, like somewhere
1: in the Sahara I mean, there was something just like, like some like, yeah, weird it, moisture detected. It just like- made
0: no sense and and that's the reason that, that uh, water from space enters the atmosphere all the time. I've I've heard theories Probably on Ard Bell, coast to coast, uh, that microbial life—the the, you know the sludge that eventually became all life on this planet—is right. actually from space.
1: Yeah, like a meteor. Uh, it's like the or, or water just. Oh yeah, I yeah. guess it could be in water uh, yeah. crystals as or well. Or any liquid, I guess. Yeah, but they like that's like the seeded seeded Earth theory. Seeded that. Earth, that's yeah. right. And that's where it's like that's where um, how life began. But then I mean. At least on Earth, right? But like, where did those microbes come from? Like, how does that work? It doesn't really matter, does it? I mean, it well, how means, do they come into being is the question. How important?
0: I don't mean it, I would, we'd love to know, but I mean, maybe maybe that's an unanswerable question. Maybe that's something we can
1: never know. Yeah, but it should be able to be known because why it, should it? No, be? because it's so simple. Well, it, it how do how do atoms form? Well, they combine.
0: I mean, lifting your arm is simple, but. The amount of miracles taking place in in conjunction with each other for that to happen on a, like, microscopic level, let's say, is is profound. It's it's. Well, yeah, no, it's, it,
1: it is complex, but it's also, like, there's a lot of little things happening. But, like, well, why can't we figure this out? We figure so many other things out. Like, why is this one such a mystery? Well,
0: I don't know if we, yeah, I don't know. See, I, I, don't, I don't know if I agree with that. I don't think we've figured a lot out, I think. think that's the reason we have so many problems and we have so many questions is because most of what's going on around us we don't it's kind of it makes me think of alan watson like we don't understand it yet we do understand it you know he, he he talked about that once where he's like things only become confusing when you try to understand them beyond what beyond how you understand them in other words like um you know when you when you look at a rock you, you you don't question it right not initially you just you you know that's a rock mm-hmm. and, and you gave it a name that thing there is a rock but if you want to suddenly start knowing what makes the rock a rock and why did that why is a rock a rock and how did that rock get there and right. um, and what type of rock it is then you then you that's when you get lost that's when you begin to confuse yourself and and no longer understand what it is you're looking at. And there 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 is I think logic you find a deeper but that's meaning just, there, behind what you're looking you, at. It's endless. You'll never find an answer. It'll just go on forever. But there, there's an always, answer for rocks. It goes back to that paradigm. It's dissecting something is the same as traveling a distance. You'll always just discover something new. You'll never reach an end. And I and I agree with that. I think there is an infinite and an outer, an infinite outer, infinite inner space. Okay, but rocks are on a cycle. Like
1: they're they're, they're cyclical.
0: No, 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 no. You, I I'm telling you,
1: I'm missing get, what I'm saying. Yeah. Right, okay, there. okay. Okay.
0: You because I'm talking about going deep, like really yeah, dissecting okay, something. Okay. To you know, as far as we can. Well, that's we like trying to get to the further. smallest measurement as, as right. a plonk.
1: But I mean, that's just right now. A plonk. That's is, is, we, I mean, yeah. But as I mean, far as we know, that
0: could be a universe or something that lives at that level. You know what I mean? We don't know, right? So, but, but and then
1: eventually, you could probably we'll probably find an even smaller measurement than that. Is there an end? It might not be. I don't think there is. Well, that's the thing with like I have this thought quite often where um, it's like so your body is made up of cells and your cells are made up of systems and inside those systems there's like your mitochondrial, which is a, a cell pretty much on its own. So you got all these things working together That make you you Um, But then when you zoom out You become from the cell You become a human And then when you zoom out You're on earth And then you're in a solar system And then you're in a a galaxy And then you're in a universe But what if What if there are things that are That are made up of universes
0: Right I've thought of that myself You know I mean I know that's like a weird thing to say What if the universe is like a cell itself Exactly Like a neuron or something Yeah that's my That's yeah So it's like
1: how can you zoom out? Is it possible to zoom out enough to know if there's something may that you're making up? And I think that's so
0: much more profound than whether or not there's other intelligent life in the universe, because that would still be trapped in the same sphere as us, presumably. Yes. Yes. Exactly. How do you think that? How do you think the world would react to knowing? Like, do you think movies
1: got it right or books? You know, like, you know, do, you, do I think people would panic if, if they found out there was aliens? Or else? some
0: form of mass hysteria. Basically. No, I think
1: people would be like, at first, it'd be like, big news. And then, like, a month later, it'd be like, old news that, so. that's what happened with water I on think, other, on other systems we, yeah. you know yeah. and we found water outside of earth they were like hey there's, we found water on Mars isn't that amazing yeah, it's so cool and then like for like a month it was really cool and, like, then uh, and then now people don't care it's the same thing with the black hole yeah. you know the first image of the black hole was taken a year or two ago right and everyone was like oh wow so cool when's the last time you heard about black holes yeah. you know it's, it's been a little bit it's like there's ice there's ice on the moon dude it's like I heard it yeah you know it's all it's old hat but i i think that it will i don't think there will be any mass hysteria i don't think there would be any because people like they don't really care (laughs) you know no i think you're right it's like like they care to a bit but like
0: coming of christ you know like if jesus showed up like he promised yeah right it'd be like oh my god hashtag jesus for a day yeah Yeah. (laughs) buddy jesus like taking photos for a day yeah Yeah. Uh, yeah, no I, i agree i think i think uh it just be another you know 2 minute and 9 second well, youtube video
1: because that doesn't interrupt your life that doesn't stop you from going to work that doesn't stop you from having your social engagements no, it's true. You already I mean, just because you know there's an alien out there yeah. unless these the aliens are actively warring against you or improving your life in some way you know they're just another element that's there so what uh, do you think do you think that ufo or at least some ufo's are alien piloted
0: vehicles of some sort that have
1: no i i it's hard for Earth. me to, it's hard for me to believe at this point that there have been ever any aliens here i don't think that there have been why is that hard or difficult to believe i just haven't seen convincing you haven't shook hands with one i haven't shook hands with them i haven't you know seen the, them breathing the same air as me i haven't you know there hasn't been like hard evidence yet you know there's circumstantial evidence and people's accounts. But, I mean, people's minds lie to them all the time. So it's like there's nothing to...
0: Yeah, I hear you on that. I mean, it in my mid-teens, uh, when I sort of lost the magic, I guess, of life, that's when I... It was a pretty profound couple of years for me because that's when I became an atheist. I mean, like a full-blown atheist. Mm. And uh, not that that was like a proud moment or anything, but it's just <laughs> when I realized that uh, not only do I not believe in anything that... Can't be proven, but it doesn't matter if it can't. You know, it, it serves no purpose other than to just, you know, titillate them. The yeah, no, it's fun to think about. It's fun. I, yeah, I love the no, story. They're, it's they're, a great idea, but hey, it doesn't. Where's the evidence, right? Yeah.
1: So, I think that you're not going to let it dictate your life and actions.
0: No, I agree. And and what I was going with that too is the fact that that's also when I was my my interest in the mind, the human mind, the brain, and neuroscience began psychology began because I wanted to understand it better and as I did understand it as I read more and thought more and studied more mm-hmm. uh on my own I don't have you know no schooling or anything like that but um just as a hobby I guess um you begin to realize how powerful the human mind is I mean it's a it's a supercomputer simulating reality constantly right and you're Consciousness is the you know a, a passenger. What you consider to be you is a passenger of it. Uh, you're in the audience. You're not. You're simultaneously the audience and and the film. It's very. It's a very bizarre state of being. But it it, it just is and works harmoniously to, to create who you are. And when you think about that, when you see when you say that to yourself, it's very confusing sounding. It sounds almost like magic itself. But it it very much is. And when you realize just how powerful that simulator is, that brain. Yeah, it, it sort of not automatically disproves things, but it certainly adds a lot of skepticism to anything that would have to be believed on faith. Let's say. You
1: know? Yeah. No, I, I don't. I there's nothing I really take on fa- as in with faith. Like I have to have evidence shown to me. You know, I have to have it has to be proven to me. I don't know what that criteria exactly is, but okay, so- I have to. I have to be like you know, hard hard evidence I for agree me. 100% so so uh, do I, you I, think we've been oh visited Lord. by by aliens I
0: I know I said earlier I agree with Bob Lazar or that I believe Bob Lazar and I don't think I'm convinced that aliens have visited us or that we've been you know let alone we've been in contact with them. Mm-hmm. I do think it's possible that alien technology found its way to Earth. I do think that's
1: yeah. Possible. I mean, I think it's possible. I'm not saying right, there, or there's, there's no way for
0: a satellite or some kind of drone or mm-hmm. something. Um, I'm not gonna go, you know, to dinner parties and be like, oh, guess what I know, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I, I think that I think that's a a plausible argument to have. And like I said, I I believe when I say I believe, Bob Lazar, I believe that he is convinced at least that yeah. he's telling the truth. I don't think he's lying to me. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. I don't know if what he's saying is true or it did happen, but the story is convincing things line up. Right. Um, and and for me, you know, if for someone listening to me, hearing me say that, it might be easy to, like, uh, discredit me or, you know, say, yeah, whatever, fuck that, you know, he's full of shit. But for me, that's profound because, like I like you just said, it takes a lot to convince me of something
1: without evidence. Right. right? In like, fact, I'm not convinced. So <laughs> the fact yeah, that I said I, that I, much I, in favor of it. You're, I, yeah. You're saying that I believe that you believe this. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. I believe that Bob Lazar believes that he's telling the truth.
0: All right. So I'm going to spring this on you. I didn't want to, I didn't want you to have any practice. All this right, is on purpose. It. All right. Uh, off the top of your head. Mm. Three questions. So let me. All right. Let me first set up this the scene. Okay. For whatever reason, Zach, Mm -hmm. you are Earth's first ambassador to intelligent life in the universe. Okay. They, 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 for whatever reason, chose you, or maybe it was an accident, and you have the chance to ask them three questions. What would those three questions be? Okay. This super advanced
1: alien race, what would you want to know? Off the top of your head, well, I want to know how they achieve the technology they have. So I want to know about very
0: Carl Sagan. How do they survive the uh, not destroying themselves kind of thing?
1: Well, that and like how they get here. What is their technology like? What what? How do we use it? How do we gain from this? Okay, practical. Yeah, practical. Um, I want to know. uh, I. yeah, like how how are if they're peaceful, right? Like how did you achieve not just world peace, but how do you achieve intergalactic peace or interstellar?
0: Who says they have it though? So that's what I'm that's saying they if
1: they do though. You know, I I don't know cuz that's like So
0: What one second question, would be, do you live a peaceful existence yeah, like, with the rest of life? Yeah, like like <laughs> how how, how do
1: how do we achieve that kind of peace and that kind of order like that structure? And, um, uh, th- next, I guess I want to know what, what their favorite food is. Nice. I want to, I want to know what tastes, Facebook post. you know, I want to know what tastes good. I want I want, I want some alien cuisine. <laughs> An alien with TikTok. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, just like, I want to know what they got. You know, I want, I want to taste their, their culture. I think you can learn a lot from what people eat. Oh yeah. You can learn a lot. Definitely. Yeah. So, what are your three then?
0: Uh, I think my now first that you've been prepped. Well, I I didn't I haven't been prepped. This I just thought of this. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I just worded it that way so that you would think uh, I've been thinking about it, but I, I didn't. Um, got him. Uh, my first question would be, I don't know why either. Like these are not going to be smart, but my first question would be, do you like us? Okay. I don't know why, but it, I I think because it makes me think of the movie The Sphere when uh Dustin Hoffman is like analyzing the spheres intelligence and the last thing it says to the crew underneath you know in the in the in the underwater base is that it's happy and that is concerning to Dustin Hoffman because he and they ask him why and he says because well this is what he does when he's happy what would he do when he's mad because he's like a god. He has mm-hmm. this create this thing, has all this power, right? So, an alien to me would be like a god or, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. Know, they'd on be, that level. Of they'd as far be, their, as power. their
1: science would be practical magic.
0: Yeah, it, it, in some degree. And so, at least until we understood it. So, I would want to know yeah. if they liked us.
1: You've got to be beloved or hey man, beloved. Do you like me? <laughs> Which. Uh, <laughs> I'm cool, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're cool. We're cool. Uh, Two.
0: I would want to know what their motivation in the universe is. Why are they out here? What are they doing? Mm. You know, uh, and I th- and mo and now I think about it like my like you're you seek the knowledge of of their their essence. You know mm-hmm. what they are and how they did it. And I'm curious about who they are and why they do it. I guess is one way to look at it.
1: Yeah, I was looking for benefits. Right. Sure.
0: Yeah. Well. I. Whatever. I. And just. The. I was just noting the, marveling at the the difference there. Yeah. But. Uh. And then the third question, would be. I don't know. I'd probably ask for something. I know it sounds selfish, but I'd be like, uh, you know, I'd probably pull that like typical movie cliche, like uh, here on Earth, it's customary for new friends to. Give each other gifts. <laughs> so I'd give them something. No matter what I give them, it's gonna be mundane. Yeah, right? and, and and to them like an antique is just like a marble from a child. But uh, whatever they give me is gonna be you, awesome. You, like you, you know? give
1: you, give them your Tamagotchi that you got in the nineties. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, whatever. Like
0: it could be anything. It won't matter to me in the least. But whatever yeah. they give me is gonna be. You know, it could be an interstellar baseball card. It'd be you know, it will be the first of its the first thing of its kind that I own. From the aliens from outer space, yeah. You know. so that those are that would be my. Th- I guess that's two questions. Give, give me and a, a
1: request. Give me a, a
0: souvenir. Yeah, I want a souvenir. I want an alien souvenir. Give me one of those uh, superconductors. Yeah, who float. says they're staying?
1: You know. You know.
0: I don't know if they're staying. And maybe. Yeah. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll give me a book. Uh, you know. Oh, oh, that'd be fun. I, I like. I like, I like
1: looking at other people's languages and seeing the way they, that they write. That's always a so an alien book that you can't even read but it looks cool. Okay. Look, look at the pretty pictures. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And
0: um let's finish uh we'll finish the show with this. You have to
1: name the alien. Okay. Can you describe the alien? Oh man. So I always thought it's unfair that
0: aliens are always like humanoid, they're always bipedal, and even if they're like you know, quadrupedal is, I guess, the proper yeah, term. Yeah, for four. Yeah, it's still too, it's still too earthlike. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, the alien would be, uh, it wouldn't, it, it wouldn't even really be organic life. Yeah, it would be like almost like transformer, I guess, like like okay. intelligent, like intelligent robotic. Okay. You know, but intelligent robotic, but made of, of organic matter. Right, kind of like. like uh... I guess that would just be life. But, you know... No, No, but... But, but okay, so it's like... It's like a... Okay, I got it. It's a colony of organic matter that has no real uh, solid shape. And it's kind of like an ant colony where it's one mind. Okay, so it's a hive mind. It's a hive mind that uses organic things to create inorganic life. So their version of our robots well like the, shells the, right? way, to the exp- way the way we use metal mm-hmm. right is how they use like grass or okay uh, you know soft more organic things that don't require processing the infomorphs. i guess it's just the mudman from batman yeah but but like infomorphs the infomorphs that's what yeah. you're calling them yeah
1: okay That's their name. Yeah. All hail the Infomorphs. If you like what
0: you're hearing. Or even if you don't, that also helps. (laughs) Yeah, especially if you're still listening. Then please consider supporting the show. We're working hard on our passion to create quality content, and we want to bring you much more. Indeed. We've got big plans for what we want to add to Audio Pong, and we'd also love to hear from you, the audience, on topics or
1: content Zach and I can create for you. Visit Audiopong on RedCircle.com for more information on where to support the show and where to listen. Also, feel free to contact us directly through email with audiopong at gmail.com.
0: Be happy, be healthy, and have have a metal metal life. life.